email over here. Thanks so much for the share. It's really unbelievable how you always keep it extremely interesting, clear, funny, vulnerable, controversial, and immersive. I I agree to all of that besides the last one. I don't I have no idea what it means. On Daf Yud Ches if you ask that it's almost like just for Drozhik Kavaschar that it only gets sold. Okay, he says a pshat. The latest talks interview. What are you doing over there? I hear you. <laughs> are you Maver Sedra now? What are you doing? <laughs> it's enough that I have it every day over here. <laughs> the latest talk. It's interview was beautiful. One little point they made. It sounds as if there's no Amilus Batayra. For people learning your shir. In reality, even though it's interesting, it's not easy to learn and focus on a black Gemara. Who said that it is an Amelos? No Amelos means, for example, saying only to him and not learning Gemara. It doesn't mean learning has to be boring. Mary Mandel, Staten Island. Hi, my name is Simcha Soroka. I'm an 11-year-old kid and I decided to do the daf. My father immediately suggested NDY. And ever since Soy Daf Beis, I've been a member of the shir. By the way... I like the new format of the psukim much better. Oh, everybody has a zog. Everybody has a say here. Here's a video we got when my little brother was with me when I was learning the daf. I just thought it's interesting, you know, like, it's better to show these kids this stuff than the alternative. Here we go. Look at the excitement on this little kid. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Dr. Factor as a kid. I brought my three-year-old daughter to the doctor and I asked her if she wanted me to turn on the show for her to watch as we were waiting for a long time. Her response to me was, No, Tati, I want your Gemara. So here she is, immersed in the daf. Brian Oper, Dear Rav Stefanski, my wife and myself, I would like to thank you for the Gemara. I received a clip of you speaking at dinner at a dinner fundraiser. It was the Siyum. You were speaking about getting up in the morning and the tsar, and you asked what would one rather have, the tsar of Torah or getting a disease? Before going to bed at night, one would be a fool not to choose the tsar of Torah as opposed to getting a zap and parnosal chinuch. It seems to me a binary. I'm sure you wouldn't say something flippant. Rahman I'm sure there are many people who get both tsaras. Learning that for Yomi doesn't have, doesn't save one for these, for these. Puk chazi. Look, Matthias, he says, I'm wondering what your husband is in saying these things. I'll tell you what my husband is. I was just repeating the Rabbeinu Yoyin, Arishan. That's my whole husband. I didn't make it up myself. I'm saying word from word from Arishan. Rabbeinu Yoyin, my friend, Rabbeinu Yoyin. Rabbeinu Yoyin says that a person has the ability to choose his tsars in this world. He could either choose the tsar of, of a disease, of anything else, kid goes off the derech, whatever he wants, he could choose it. Or he could choose to have a tsar with Torah. Meaning when it's very, very difficult, you don't want to learn, it's impossible for you, and you do it anyways, that's tsar of Torah, getting up in the morning. Oh, I was just repeating, and actually in the clip I say, says Rabbeinu Yaina, in the, but you know, it's one of those clips that's, it just came out, somebody sent it to me, and I saw it then, it says, maybe the, maybe edit it wrong. It's not me. Now you're asking Pukhazi, there's people that do the daf, they learn Bitsar and they have a lot of tsaras. So maybe the answer is they would have had much more tsaras. I don't know, but go go fight with the Rabbiniyana. What do you want from me? I'm just repeating for Rabbiniyana. You have a good kasha. Of course, there's always this it's the same obvious question. But maybe the guy was supposed to die, and now instead of dying, he has a terrible machla because he does the daf. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, go go speak to him, Brian. I don't know. I hear you. What? <laughs> I look forward to that's you you're Brian you sent me the <clears throat> Brian Opert anyways when people say with respect you know what's coming but this but this is with respect I listen to you for hours a week I look forward to understanding your perspective once again thank you for our Gemara I've tried learning with your shear a bunch of times and kept dropping out because I didn't have the time I was learning I managed to get my brother hooked 
And he in turn got his three boys hooked. I decided by Kedushin to try, but this time listening on the way home from work, I live 45 minutes away, and at least I'm learning even not while I was looking inside. Thank you for Yeshir and Chizuk. Mordechai from Manchester. So Mordechai from Manchester tried it a bunch of times. Now he finds it back on for Kedushin during the drive. Why not? You have 45 minutes. Why not? Now somebody else from Manchester, I don't know if it's, this is related, Rabbi Simon Jeremy Grant, because how do I know he's from Manchester? Because in his email, I left part of his email, it says, of Manchester. That's part of his email. Dear Raveli, although I do, the, I do the daf myself, I listen to the beginning of your shir as I get great chizik from hearing how the shir has changed lives. Recently you mentioned an email from someone who gets up early to listen to the shir. They are my relatives. And the shir has literally changed their life, Baruch Nis. They learn other kvirs, eat them now, Davin in a minion, even missed a relative Shevard Brachas that tend to get and see him that they were Messiah. Yishchus is unbelievable. This I wonder if it's the same person. Meh, probably not. Because this guy just started again by Kedushin. Okay. But both from Manchester, Geval the Gezachen. Rabboisai, the Koilo, sponsored. May we be merit, may we merit the crown of Hashem, the Mesech, the Lach and Lovig families. Lakewood, New Jersey, because Toyota and Athens are the best. Segula. And where do you get your bike in Lakewood or in the entire New York from? B3 Bikes. Paris Achoydash, Lili Nishmat, Avram, Albert, Alevi, Ben Esther, and Gabriel, and Yaminov. Shom Shalav and Aliyah. In honor of Rebelli, Sima Shas, and all them the wires. Paris Achoydash, Lili Nishmat, Zachai Ben Moshe, Paris Achoydash, Rogabas Leva, Rufush, Lemba, Karoy. What are you doing? Who are you waving to? Me? What is going on on this side of the... What is going on here? Livy, take care of these people. This is not a, um, a basketball game. You go, hey, 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 I can't... When the, when the camera looks, you just go like this. You pretend you learn, you know? Now you're volume. For successful surgery, speed recovery. Chaim Ezra Ben Menucha. Successful surgery. Nathan Ginot. Today is Eli Ginot's birthday. You know the famous Eli Ginot? Young kid who brought a ton of people to. <laughs> there you go. I was learning. Ellie, Ellie's getting out the birthday. I asked him what I can get him as a gift, and he said, Donate to MDY. I was like, talk to kid. Sarah Schnitzler, no text. Refor Shlema McCarter for Yosef Avram Ben Chano de Vaira, Refor Shlema. Daughter of the month, Yosef Ben Chai Sarah. For all the schuzim that come from supporting Limerat Torah Yishkoyach for your support for the arts, Gewaltgard, MDY Headquarter Coffee Corner and Beverage without the hot chocolate this week, Gladys Love, Zakharov, Rufo Shleimov, Ashira Sora, Bas, Shoshano. And our boys say now it's time to go over some or all, very few this week, of the Musogam and Shas. Here we go. Milva, Ksuva, Torah, Kichsuva, Bishtar, Dami. Anytime there's a monetary obligation that you have. It's written in the Torah. You have to, let's say you damage somebody. You have to pay him back. So you have to pay him back. It's as if it's in a shtar. What's the difference if it's in a shtar or not in a shtar? If it's in a shtar, then you could go after real estate. You go after, or, or, Ben Chorin, the kids are, Nafkimin if it's written in a shtar or not. If it's like Alper or not. Lava, Bomachlala, say, if you have, uh, Isser, the rise that's a lav, but it came because you learned it from uh, Isser Aseis, then it has the same Allah as an Asay. Shibuda, Dairaisa, that's similar to what we said before. If you have a Shibud, you have a Chiyov. Dairaisa, Shibuda, Dairaisa, the famous Shibuda, Dairaisa, the Chant story, or without the Chant, and that is if you borrow money from somebody and you lend somebody money, you borrow from one person and you lend money to another person. So the person you borrowed money from could go after the person you lent money from. Tofasta Murubaloitofasta, it's you saw it in life also. Don't don't go after something big. If you can grab something, it's better a bird in the hand than two in the bush. What's the saying? That's also we didn't say it then, but that's basically what it is. It's Matsi Shabs, my friends. It's Matsi Shabs. is Gar, Agar. It's as if he's a, a brand new person, so he loses his connection to his relationship, the halachic relation to his family. Edim Zoyim is the halacha that if a person lies and he testifies against somebody, and we find out that he's a liar, so we do to him the same exact thing that he wanted to do. So if he wanted to be money, money, Malchus, Malchus, etc. 
the Kiddushin grabs even on a Chayiv Lavin, if there's, if there's let's say, Almana, to a Kongol, she's not going to get married, but if the Kongol uh, gets engaged to her, marries her, it works. It's a Kiddushin, it's just Chayiv. You make a condition, and that's basically what, how we're going to start today, the sugya, if a person makes a condition against what it says in the Torah. So, if a person sells his daughter as an ama and he says, on condition that you don't do yud, well, it says in the Torah that an ama does yud. Rameir says it's a good, it's a good, it's a good condition. So, here we are. That's today's sugya. No, we could show this. Today, this is how we're starting. The Gemara says, well, Reb Meir has a special pasuk. You're right. Typically speaking, Masa Masha doesn't work. But it works over here. You could say that I'm going to sell my daughter as an Amma on condition. You know what I mean? Because yeah, it says Le Amma. Yeah. So the Gemara brings Rabbanon who say, no, Le Amma, you can't do such a thing. You can't sell her just for an Amma. So then what do they do with Le Amma? This is yesterday's sugi. Learn from there that you could sell her to somebody who's possible, like a Mamzer. Eliezer holds, that's today's sugya. What do you do with the word lama? That you could sell her to relatives. You could sell her to your brother, to your father, relatives. And then we're going to have another pasuk, Imra. Basically, from there, you see, to Remeir and Eliezer learn the idea that you could sell her to somebody who's possible, like a mamzer and a nasa. Okay, so let's start the sugya. Where are we holding? Anybody know? Rebbe Liezer, four lines from the bottom. You can keep it on the screen meanwhile. If it's to teach us the word la'ama, you see, la'ama. If la'ama, like Rebbe, like Rabbanon learn, comes to teach us that you, you could sell the ama to somebody mm-hmm. who's apostle, no, then I already have another apostle. Imra'ah. It's a bad marriage. That's why. So then what does he do with the word? Okay, so now, Beleza has two things. One positive teach that you could sell your daughter to a relative, like a father, a brother. And another one to teach that you could sell her to somebody who's possible, like a mamzer. Says the Gemara, top of Chof dinu. Why do you even need a pasuk? I can learn from a kavachomer. If you could sell her to somebody who's possible, okay, so there's something to trying to explain. What happened? If you could sell her to a puzzle, which is like a, a busha, to a harpa. Should we stop? Well, yeah, but my computer just went out. If you could sell her, I can't see anything. If you could sell her to somebody who's possible to a mamzer, which is a busha, you can't sell it to your own car. What's the, what's the connection? You could be mekadish somebody who's possible. We said kedushin atayfes. That's one of the yisoidin and shas. Chayv elavin kedushin atayfes. You can read on the kriyim shem rotsli yad What's the connection when it comes to a relative? If you want to do yud, you can't. A father can't do yud to his daughter. You can't. Uh, a father, you can't do yud to your sister. That's why I need love. So now let's go back here. Remeir, what just happened there? Givaldik. Okay, so we're back. Remeir. Now, Remeir, who learns out from Le'ama that you could sell a daughter with a condition that there's no yield. Lipsulin. So, how does he know? Rabbanon learned from Lama that you could sell her to Psulim, but Remeir uses it already, that you could make a condition. Oh, Psulim, he learns out from, where does Rebelezer look at the chart? Where does Rebelezer learn the thing of Psulim? Imra. So he also learns from Imra. And what about the fact that you could sell her to relatives? 
Rabbanon, if you see when it comes to Kroivim, there's nothing. They don't, they hold that you're not allowed to sell to Kroivim. So Rameir holds that you're not allowed to sell your daughter to Kroivim. Now, Amir Yemarchel Kroivim. Brings the Gemara contradiction. Tani Chada, Moichel Aviv, Moichel Avinai. One Bryce says you could sell your daughter to your own father. I'm sorry, you could sell her to your own father. Here's a karav that you could sell to, to your father. How could you sell your daughter to your father? Could he do yud? Could a grandfather do yud on his granddaughter? Absolutely not. A grandfather can't marry a daughter. But it's a granddaughter. It says, you could sell your daughter as a shifcha to her grandfather. But you cannot sell your daughter to her brother. But they're both craving. This makes more sense to us. You can't sell her to either. Rabbanon hold, you cannot sell a amata karev. Like we just said. The mayor holds that. What's pshat? That you could sell to one type of relative called a grandfather, but you cannot sell her to a brother. Like her abonab, like her abeliazer. This doesn't work out according to anybody. Says the Gemara Lailam Kirabonon. It goes like Rabbanon who say that you're not permitted to sell a ama to a relative. So why are you allowed to sell it to the grandfather? Tzad yud means yes, he, the grandfather, can never do yud. But the grandfather can give her over to one of his sons. That's not related. Son. And Mela, there's a tzad yud. Why? A uncle, sorry, an uncle could marry his niece. <coughs> so that's okay. Uncle marries his niece. Tzadid means one out of the two. It doesn't, the Torah says you, you could marry her or your son can marry her. In this case, the, the, the master cannot marry her because he's the grandfather, but the son of the master could marry her because he's an uncle and that's fine. In Begapa Yovay Begapa it says in the Pasuk, Begapoi, what does Gapoi mean, Rabboi Sai? Huh? Gapoi means goof. If he comes with his goof, he leaves with his goof. What does it mean? Begufa nichnas, begufa yeitze, the Gemara is going to explain. Rebbe Yaakov Oimer, Yechidi nichnas, Yechidi yeitze. He comes in by himself, then he goes out by himself. What's going on here? My begufa nichnas, begufa yeitze, Omer Rava, Loim HaRashen Yoytze, Beroshev Yivarim, Keeven. The halach is by Eved Knani that if you poke out his eye, his tooth, one of his tips of his fingers, toes, goes out. Not Eved Ivri. So what does it mean? What does it mean? So the Miri explains very Pashat. It means that you may have to make him whole. If he came in with a whole body, you have to, he leaves with a whole body. Meaning... You pay him for the damage. You knocked off one of his fingers, pay him. How much is a finger worth? $10,000, you give him $10,000. But he doesn't go free. So the Pasuk is by an Oma. It says, She doesn't leave like, a, like an Evik Nani. So we already know this Pasuk. We already know this Halacha. It's a double thing. Maybe you should pay for the finger, pay for the eye, and he goes out. means she doesn't leave. A Jewish slave doesn't leave like a non-Jewish slave. A non-Jewish slave leaves if you poke out his eye, he just goes home. A Jewish slave goes home, plus you have to pay for it. It's, it's, it's not like a non-Jewish slave. That it's very different that he doesn't even leave. He gets paid, but he doesn't leave. But, no, so it's like you get to be other bam kechad. It could be a menashe and learn whatever. Oh, you're saying in a Jewish? How do you know? But that's different. Mashkonev kohen rabbi is not by a Jew. By uh, I didn't have what you're saying. You're saying a Jewish slave who gets paid for his eye? No, the, you don't have mashkonev kohen rabbi there. He's kind of for so, certain things, but I don't believe in not that kind of stuff. For mitzia is not as not as others. I don't think. We probably learned it, and we just I have no idea. What does that mean? He went in as a single individual, he's coming out single. 
Ubanim, if he has a wife or children. Rabbi Moisel Shivka, you heard how to say that? Or Rabbi Moisel Shivka Knanis. If he's a married man, then he's eligible to marry the Shivka forcefully. Ainli Yishu Ubanim, he's a single guy, he doesn't have a wife or children. A Rabbi Moisel Shivka Knanis. The Svar is, because if a guy has a shifcha, a Jewish guy sees the shifcha, he wants to marry her, so what does he do? He goes and he steals a little bit. And then he gets sold to him, and then he gets to marry her. Yeah. So now, if he already is established, he has a family, and this, now we don't, we don't think he's, he's doing anything uh, fishy. And Mimela, he can marry the shifcha Kananas. Tanarabara. The Gemara is going to tell us over here, that an Evid has a double standard. That we do whatever is in the Evid's best interest. He was sold for a hundred for six years. Turns out that a slave today is worth double. Yeah, after Corona, whatever it is, slaves are worth double. Like a car. Everything's, everything went up in price. Now he wants to come and redeem himself. He wants to pay the master pro-rate a hundred. The problem is, if you pro, let's say you work three years and you prorate, you, let's just make it easy. For six years, he, he sold himself for $600. He worked for three years, he owes the master how much? 300 The issue is that right now the price doubled. So now he owes the master, after three years, he owes the master how much? 600 So we're going to do a double standard here. We're going to go in the, in the Evid's favor. I'm going to say, no, it goes based on the purchase price. It doesn't go based on today's value. The purchase price was 600 for six years. You owe three years, pay 300. I, if the master wants to replace him with another Eved, it's going to cost him double. Too bad. The Eved gets the Yodel Yoyna. Nimkar Bimana, he was sold for 100. His price doubled. We do in his favor. He doesn't have to pay the higher price, he pays the lower price. You go by the money of is the mikna of the purchase. What about the opposite? He was purchased for 200 and now he's worth half the amount. Now I don't go by the purchase price. Now I go by what he's worth today. And today he's worth half of what he was worth six, uh, three years ago. So you give, you give Mamish half. So how would that work in our case? He was bought for 600. He worked for three years. So instead of paying 300, now he's worth half. So he only pays 150 for three years. So we have another Pasuk that tells us, it's not Mikasa Miknasa, it's Kefi Shonov. It goes by the amount of years, by what he's worth now, the amount of years. That's great. Since... He could be redeemed by his relatives, so the master's hand is on Tachtoina. He gets the, the raw end of the deal. Nikal Yisrael, that if he sold to a Jew, that the Kroivim do not redeem him, Minalan, how do you know that? So over here you have the two psukim. It says, One is the top one is the Eved that was sold to a guy, the bottom one is the Eved that was sold to a Jew. And Mamela, we compare the two halachas, and Yodah al you do the double standard even to a slave, a Jewish slave that was sold to a Jew. Omar Abayo, Hareini kibin Azai Bishuki Tveria. Says Rashi, you can see in Rashi over here, Mamish, like in the middle of the page. Omar Abayo, Hareini kibin Azai. You have a Bdichodaite, when Abayo was in a great mood, have a Rogalim Emahachi, he would say this. This is in other places in Shas that he says this. I found another place that Rava says it. Also, ask me anything you want. What do they call it? The um, no. Ask me anything. No, like you do a a table, like a okay, a panel. Panel. Ask me anything in the panel. No, I'm just thinking about the uh, Shabbos and uh, what? Can't say. It's going to be an amazing show. It's unbelievable. It's going to be uplifting. It's going to be feelless and music and speeches. I'm trying to get Benny to speak. It's going to be unbelievable. Oh, sorry. 
So he says, I read a pasuk. Muchan l'shiv l'shoyel dvar toyrok benazir shoyel dor betveria. Ask me anything like Benazir used to do. Show you chorev darshan. Benazir was very, very sharp, and he used to darshan. Va'omar in pchores it says, Kol chachem yisrael lefonak yikliyus hashum. Every talmud chachem in this generation is like the the peel of a garlic. Chutz min akirach is besides Rebbe Kiva. That's why I like once asked a certain chassid, why did your Rebbe say that? He says, I'm greater than everybody in this generation. He says, what do you mean? Benazai also said it in the Chayrus. Okay, but Benazai, okay, fine. Huh? Says the Gemara like this. Ask me anything you want. Okay, you ask me anything you want. So, so there was a, a Tamil Chacham, he says, Abaya, if I can ask you anything you want, let me ask you this. There's a posse that says that we go based on the purchase price. There's a posse that says you go based on what he's worth today. You decided that it should be in favor of the slave. Maybe it should be in the favor of the master. So if he went down in value, you go by the purchase price. If he went up in value, you go by what it's worth today. Who told you how to do it? Says the Gemara, doesn't make any sense. Why? Because the Torah said you should be nice to him and be makel. Why? The Sanyo, this is Gavaldik Gemara. It says in the Pasuk, he wants to stay by you. He wants to be a nirza. Why? Because he was great by you. He had a great time. What does that mean? So we learn la halacha. Look, it's in the Shukhanar. Hey, it's la halacha. Imach b'machal. You have to give him the same sushi, the same steaks that you're eating. You have to give him. Vimach b'mishta. You have to give him the great wine. Shleiti at ha'oichal pas nekiya b'oichal pas kibar. You're eating the whole wheat stuff. Ach, koishi, you could eat it. You're on a diet, you have to eat it. But l'mayse, you want to eat the geshmaka stuff. At the shoyse yayin yashan, you're eating aged, you're drinking aged wine. But shoyse yayin chadash, you can give him that, that cheap stuff, the 15 shekel bottle. At the yashan agave moichim, vuyashan agave atev, and you're sleeping on a beautiful mattress, and he's going to sleep on straw. The Panavichurov, the famous Maisa, when he came, he brought in all these Yisoyimim from after the war. And he couldn't do it anymore. There was, there was just, he went to all the Givirim. He, he already used up all his resources. He built the yeshiva and he, da, 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 he couldn't do it. So he got up in Shul and he gave a drush and he said, why does the Torah say, I'm not saying this is the real Pshat, but this is what he said for his speech. Why is it that the master has to give the, the pillow to, to, his, to his slave? He says, because if you only have a pillow and your slave doesn't have a pillow, you, you won't be able to sleep at night. So Torah wanted you to be able to sleep. So Torah said, give him the pillow. So he said, I have all these Yisoyimim and they don't have blankets and they don't have pillows. Mama, they didn't have blankets and pillows. Imagine these kids lost their parents in the war. They come to B'nai Brak in this hot, sweaty place. No, no air conditioning. No pillow, no mat, nothing. Sleep on the floor. I mean, they were happy to be alive, but imagine the, the tsar. And the mice is that there's so many blankets and pillows that came in that Matzi Shabbos, they had to tell people, stop, stop, enough. But, Based on this Gemara, Mikan Omru, Kalakoina Evid Ivri, Kikoina Odin Atzmoy. You're buying a master for yourself. You thought you're going to get somebody. You have to treat him better than you treat yourself. As Taisvas, what do you mean? Why is it Odin Atzmoy? Why is he your master? He's equal to you. You give him a pillow because you have a pillow. You give him a blanket. You have a, but why is he your master? Okay, you bought yourself an equal, says the Taisvas brings the Yushalmi. But what if you only have one pillow and one blanket? What do you do? To use it yourself, you're not allowed to And to put it in the closet and not to give to either or, that's Midas Daim. So if you only have one, says Taisus, the Yerushalmi, then you have to give it to him. So who's the master here? He's your master. Okay, that's great. We're not going to argue on this. You have to give him the good food, the good drinks, you have to give him the pillow. Okay, let's start like you can't make you can't make make him have tsar. But when it comes to redeem him, maybe we should be tough with him. Give him the raw end of the deal. What does Rabbi Yosef Khanina say? It's not Rabbi Yosef Khanina. The dust of Shvius. So it explains Rashi that dust of Shvius means. In, on Shemitah, it's also to plow the field. It's also to work the field. But to deal in fruit of, of Shemitah is only a limo that we learn out. And that's considered 
the dust of Shvi'as. It's not the, the Isra that the Torah says. So take a look at what Yoshi did here. I think he did a Gavalika job. So over here it says, we, we're not going to bend to the, the Sachtanot, to the, the people that don't work on Shemitah. We're going to work on Shemitah. So you see, uh, let's do it again. He, he, he's dealing, he's selling stuff on Shemitah. He's selling the fruit on Shemitah. Here he goes, he sells to another guy. The guy takes off. Great. What's going to happen? It's going to happen that he's going to have to borrow money. And then after he borrows money and he doesn't do tshuva, guy comes back. He loses his field, comes back, where's the he loses his house, Bikitzer, eventually, eventually, he loses his daughter. Okay. Let's go speak to him. He's on right now. I'm sure he hears. So, Bikitzer, everything goes wrong for him. But this is a big, big side in life. It's a big side, especially now, before Shana. Take a look at it. Adam A person does one iser. He deals with the fruit of Shemitah. He's going to sell off all the stuff. So if you go back, I missed that one. Okay, um, you know what? Here. Huh? No, there's a place where the cows went flying. Here they go. Oh, so here, let's just click. Here, this guy, he's not letting in money. Now, he, he got rid of his tractor and his cows. Okay. So the Gemara is darshing smichos here. The psukim come one after another, so we're darshing this. You're going to sell all your movable objects. If he didn't feel it. So, Rabbi, when I was a kid, I was about uh, nine years old, I was going to Beis Yitzchak, the square school in Bar Park, and I saw a terrible thing. I saw a very young individual carrying some very heavy um, cases of soda. And it turned out that it was his son's bris that morning. And he was carrying it, he was crossing 14th Avenue, and he collapsed. All the soda went everywhere, and he just fell on the floor. So as a kid, I was just naturally, I stood there, I was in shock. And that's all it comes. And um, I haven't seen this ever since, but somebody at Salah told me that they still have this thing. They put out a device that was pumping his heart, like this, a pumper. Never seen it before or after. Kids are... Sometimes a person faints. He falls on the floor. So you go over to him, you go like this. You give him a smack in the face. If he doesn't respond, you give him a whack. If that doesn't work, you give him a shock, a real shock. You know, it's clear, you know. If that doesn't work, then you start with this massive machine. I don't know what it is. It's like, that's what the Gemara is saying over here. First, the Baruch Hu gives the guy smack. Lohirgish, he didn't care about the smack. Oy vavoy. So, it says over here, look at Rashi. Lohirgish. Loisam liboy lipuranos habalav. This is a side gadol ma'od in our life. That when something wrong happens to us, we have to understand why. Everything. Your foot hurts, it's because of this. You're this because of that. It's a simon from a Baruch Hu, they have to do tshuva, you have to do something. The Rabbinian the, the talks about it all the time, that the, the point of these surim it's a tremendous favor for us. We say, oh, Hashem, He hates us, He gives us surim. No, surim is a toiva so that we do tshuva. If, we, if we're able to understand it and, 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 and fix what we need to fix, then it's a tremendous taiva. If not, if we're shaitan, then it just keeps getting worse. That's it. If you didn't feel, and this is a Lashon the Gemara is going to talk about, Lohirgish means that he could have felt it, he should have, but he didn't. So then, the next step is, the guy comes, gives money, and that's it, he sells, he sells his field. Oh, so this is a different lasha. He didn't even, there's no way for him even to know. Then he sells, here we go, the guy comes, buys, buys his house. 
In the beginning, it says, he could have felt it, he should have felt it, but he didn't feel it. And then it says, which means the Lashon that it's almost impossible for him to feel it. Says the Gemara, the Ravuno, Dom Ravuno, Kivin Shavar, Odom Avero, Bishanova, Hutraloi. If a person does an Avero and he repeats it, then it becomes muttered to him. There's a guy that was talking during Chazash uh, Shatz. So the Rav comes over to him and says, What are you doing? It's Asr. He says, No, I, I hold like Ravuna. <laughs> Once you do it twice, it becomes mutter. Ask the Gemara, Whoa, whoa, whoa. it becomes mutter. Hutraloi. So could I talk? Elonas is like a hater. Once a person, like the Gemara says, Avesh is Adam Dosh Bakevav. A person who does it over and over, it's key, like, becomes, he doesn't think twice before he does that very good. So Mela, it's very difficult for him to even see where the issue is. He has a big zet, he has to sell his house. He doesn't know why he has to sell his house. He doesn't chaf. Because he's doing an Aveira that became like a head to him. And afterwards, eventually, so it starts off with selling Shemitah, which is Avak Aveira. And it keeps on going, going, going. Hashem gives you all these things. I forgot where that Gemara was. Should have asked my Chavrusa. I think it's a Gemara. No, where the guy spoke the language of the birds? No. It's not a Gitin. Don't. No, there's a guy that spoke the language of the birds. Maybe it's just a Medrash. I don't know. No, that's not a Gitin. Can't be in Gitin. We just learned Gitin. If it's Gitin, I got to quit right now. But the brain is that fucked Okay. The story with the bird, the guy heard Yiddish Brach, Yiddish Brach, and then, no, 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 different, maybe it's a different story. The story was that the, he heard the bird saying that he's going to have, uh, he's going to have a robber in his house. So he went and he, and he made sure that they don't come robbed. They saw the gun of him, he's waiting for them with guns. Then he heard the bird say, hey, your, your, your house is going to, where's this? How do you know? Ah, you're in NDY kids. Gary's in NDY, he's in charge of NDY kids. Is it really Rosh Hashanah? And then he heard Givaldic. And then he heard that his house is going to burn down. So he came ready with water. And as the fire started, he put the, the fire out. And then he says, it's not a Rosh He's a bucking Rosh Hashanah. You're making it up. <laughs> we have to see. We're going to see tomorrow. It's not a Rosh Hashanah. Rosh Hashanah says it's not a Rosh Hashanah. Uh, and then, since that didn't work, HaKadosh Baruch just took him. In other words, because gives you an opportunity. Here, take this oil You're going to have a robbery. Deal with it. You're an You heard the bird saying and you prevented the robbery. It's not a good thing. It's a bad thing. So then he had a, a worse thing. His house was going to burn down. Then he prevented that. Forget it. Eventually, he doesn't do tshuva. He's going to sell his daughter. doesn't say right there. A person would rather sell his daughter than borrow with, with, uh, with interest. Why? High interest is the worst. When you sell your daughter, you have a way out of it. You could redeem her, you could prorate her and get her out of there. But when it comes to ribis, it gets worse and worse. It's hard to get out of. When that doesn't work, let me see. So this is the bitoy. Did he do love of rivers? Yeah. <clears throat> no, that's something else. Yeah, yeah. Because this is Matzah Shabbos. The Nachmatel would give me a hard time. How come I come late on Matzah Shabbos? It's such a. It's so hard. We're doing all. Most of these shards happen after Shabbos. Unfortunately, I should have been better on Erev Shabbos. You're right. We had a few einsim, uh, but Matzah Shabbos just working, working. And as when I'm here right now, he's doing charts as we speak. Oh no, sorry. My time, we said, four lines from the bottom. He's going to sell himself. Here, let me find that puzzle. Here we go. Oh. So, you're going to sell yourself to a ger. Now, what does a ger mean? We think a ger means a convert. Not a convert. So, what's a ger toishav, Rabbi Yisai? 
So you said, Kibel alatzmoi sheva mitzvahs b'nei Just put in two votes. Gertaisha means a guy who accepts upon himself to only the seven mitzvahs b'nei So he's he's still a guy, but the point is that he's going to sell himself to Gertaisha. Now, Mishpachas Ger zoyvik yechavim. Look at this pasuk, Mishpachas Ger. At the end, it says Gertaisha Mishpachas Ger. There's a real full-fledged non-Jew, somebody that didn't even accept upon himself, and what about the purple word, he's going to sell himself, says Rashi, not he can't sell himself as an as a idol, as a getchka, but he's going to sell himself to, to work for Abed Zara, to, to, to chop wood for Abed Zara. So, if you want to see what it looks like, it goes something like this. Oh. I like all the things in the background. The dog chasing the lady over there. Oh, so now the Kaimer buys him, and that's it. He himself leaves the scene. Before, oh, he comes back. <laughs> then he added on later. Okay, Givaldi. The. There was a guy that was selling, you know, in the time of the Maskilim, people used to read like a, a silly book and they would go off the derech, they fly off the derech. So the Chavetz Chaim spoke to one of these people and said, why are you selling these books? So he said, what do you mean? I, I need parnasa. Uh, I sell, for every book I sell, I, every, every, every safer I sell, I could sell five of these other books. It's, it's, it's great money. So he said, but I, you know what? Stop selling these books. I have a better job for you. He said, what? He says... You can ring the bell in the church. I have the, the job is open. So in the church, I'm going to ring a bell in the church. He says, yeah. If you ring the bell in the church, who are you going to, who are you going to bring? You're going to bring other non-Jews. But over here, you're bringing the Jews to the, to the thing. So you might, you might as well just ring the bell in the church. Okay. Should I say this one? I don't know. I try to stay away from it. Remarkable Eliyahu, Zechariah Levracha. He was he was in America, and he asked the driver to, to bring him to Shul. So the guy says Shul. He looked up in ways uh, synagogue. He went to Shul. Turns out it wasn't one of the shuls they wanted to go into. So he said, "I'm not going in." So they see him outside. So they brought a minyan. Minyan. All of a sudden, the rabbi and the janitor they come out. So could we be part of the minyan? He says, uh, "The janitor is a Jewish guy." So Mordechai said, yeah, the janitor I could, I could use because he's, only, he's in the building, he works in the building because he needs Parnassah. But you, the Rav, I can't accept. So Rav says, wait a minute, I'm also the only doing it for Parnassah. <laughs> Fight. So sometimes a person sells himself to have Zara because he needs it, he needs it. But the, what's the bottom line? After all this, after what, why are you reading this whole sugya, Rabbi Isai? It's great. You have to give him a pillow, you know, this and that. The bottom line is, but why would you say that you should be nice to the Eved? Right? That's the point we're trying to make here. Maybe you shouldn't be nice to Eved when it comes to redeeming him. Why? Because it's his fault. Who was it? Rabbi Yosef Rabbi Hanina? Um, it was all the way up here. Yeah, Rabbi Yosef Rabbi Hanina. It's a 15-line sugya. That what? If, if it's about giving him better food... Giving him the pillow, it makes sense. But maybe when it comes to redemption, maybe the master should have the upper hand, not the slave. Why? Because it's his fault. He did Shemitah, he didn't do Tshuva, he came to all the... Why did he sell his daughter? Because he did all these Averis. No, but the Pasuk helps you out. This guy became an attendant, the, 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 the article says. He became not a koimer like we say koimer. There's a concept. A guy is falling down a mountain. Maybe you should push a giant stone after him and let, him, let, him, let it crush him. Not only should he's falling, crush him also. So we're also. Yes, he had a terrible time. Maybe we should throw a stone after him. The Remailuch says... That Evan Achar Noifel, Lizrik Evan Achar Noifel, also goes on a person himself. Says Yemayel A person sometimes he is in such a yush, he has so many averis and so many things, he says to himself, 
Let me just go off the dirt completely. Let me, why do I, I already was over in this and this and this, so I should do this. He says, no, that's throwing the stone on yourself. Yeah, I'm a noifel. You're, you're in a bad position. doesn't mean that you should throw a stone on your head. There's a, uh, a rav, a chashev, a chashev, a tamad chachem, a vision of chassid, that in the war, his name was Remichol Yitzchok Vider, something like that. He became Apikaris. He started writing anti-Semitic stuff in newspapers, the whole Zach. He became Mamish, like, I think he became a Kaimer. I don't know what he became. And he's writing against Yidin. And after the war was over, he decided to do tshuva. So the Hasidim didn't want to take him with some sugar. The whole war, he's fighting against Yidin, and, and who knows if people die because of him or not. He's anti-Semitic. And the Vision Sarebbe said, no, you don't push a stone, you don't throw a stone after the Neufel. Yes, he's a Neufel. Yes, he did the worst of the worst. He became, he converted and everything. We'll take him back. You could always do tshuva. That's the point. The point is you could always do tshuva even the worst of the worst. The guy, the mamish, who knows what he did. Okay. Do we have time for a joke? It's too late already. No, no. We don't. It's Shabbos. It's late. We should have been finished already. It's not the best joke anyways. It's only the evidence from Motsi Shabbos. Five. You see the Torah. As soon as he sold, the Torah starts dealing with how do we get him out of there? So, oh, if the Torah wants that you should get him out of there, be nice to him. He should be making with him. Maybe that's only that we should redeem him so he shouldn't be part of the guy. But maybe if he could redeem himself, he should pay the higher price because of Rebbe Yisrael that's his fault. Let's see. So here are the two psukim. When we discussed before, <coughs> we discussed before these two psukim, the red, that it goes based on the purchase price. We also discussed that it goes based on its value today. Contradiction. So it depends. It always goes in his favor. This is Gemara, but think about it. If you look at these psukim, it says, is there such a thing as a slave that sold for less than six years? Or in another place, Rashi says, is there such a thing as a year that has more than 365 days? Or a year that has less than 365 days? So what's the Apostle? If he became worth more, so it's in his favor. So look at the Apostle. When do we go by the purchase price? It's if Rabbi's Bashanim. He became worth, his value went up. His value went up. So instead of him having, having to pay 600 to go out, you say, no, you only pay 300 like the purchase price. This might cost, boy, but if he became worth less, how? It's in the pasuk. Then, kefishanov, you go based on his value today, so the, the slave always wins. Maybe the pshat in the pasuk is, Maybe it has nothing to do with value. You went up in value, went down in value. Nothing to do with that. It's literally more years and less years. What does that mean? If he was sold for six years, right? Every slave is sold for six years. So either he has a lot of years that he has left or a lot of years that he worked. That's the pshat. In Rabbi's Bashanim. He only worked two out of the six. And he has four left over. Then it's nasively arba because we can also. Then it should go based on his purchase price. If he worked more years, so vimaat nishar bashanim only a few years. Mamish gevaldik in the pasuk. He only has two years left on on his on his thing. You know, at a six, then over arba poshulei tarte nasiv tarte kifishanav. Then maybe maybe that's the pshat in the pasuk. Then it should go by his value, not by the purchase price. Says the Gemara, grape shot. In Kain, Nikhtar Yikroi, in Moid Rabbi's Shonim. In Ma'at Nishar Shonim. What's the base? My Bashonim. In the years, in this Rabbi Kaiz Bashonim, because we can also say that if he, he is worth more, in this Rabbi Kaiz Bashonim, if he's Shonov. 
Beautiful, I never heard such a beautiful pshat in my life. It's literally like a Jibaruch who gave it at Sinai. It's such a beautiful pshat. What's the question? Let's say, think about it for a second. If an Eved has three years left, three years left, how much is three years worth? How much three years? We said already. No, Rabbi said, help me. 300. He doesn't have 300. He only has $150 to his name. So what happens if he gives the $150 right now to his master? In other words, in a year and a half from now, he wants to go free. Does that work or not? That's the Gemara's question. You hear the question? If he doesn't have all the money to, to redeem himself, he only has part of it, could he give it today and it'll be redeemed in a different time? Do we learn it from Zdeachuzah? What's Zdeachuzah? It's a field that you got Birusha all the way from Yeshua. Mazda Yahuza in the Nigal Khatsoy, take a look at this Pasuk. It says, Vishkilo Yelo Igoyel Visigo Yodoi. So you have to Mazda Yahuza Ainoi Nigal Khatsoy. You can't redeem it halfway. Sorry, it says That's the puzzle. You have to have the entire amount. Yeah, it fits right in. So perhaps Evid uh, Ivri also, you can't do half. Maybe if it's hurtful for the Evid, you don't say such a svar. Didn't we already learn in this Mesech? If a person, Rashi says, the case, right? A person stole 500, but he's worth 1,000. So we can't sell him. Why? Because you can't sell him for half. You have to sell him for the whole Gneva. So use the same logic and say, So too, when the Torah tells you you can redeem him, you have to be able to redeem all three years, not only a year and a half. Stop, you should know. That if that law would be that you could redeem him for half, in other words, you give $150 for one and a half years today, then it could be something that's a kula and a chumra. Now what? What's the kula? If he was sold for 100 and he paid down 50, let's say the next day, he sold today, tomorrow he comes and he gives the guy 50. So how much should that be? How much should he be redeemed for? How many years? Three out of the six. He gave the guy fifty percent of what he was paid, so he gets off half the time. Three years. and then he was worth double two hundred. If you say that he could be redeemed halfway, then. He pays. He now he owes his master how much? He owes, but it's no, because right now he's worth two hundred, and he paid off half the years, so he owes him a hundred. The three years now are worth a hundred. Price went up. He was sold for a hundred. Forget about what he was sold for. Today he's worth two hundred. But the day after he sold for 100, he gave the guy $50, and that took off three of his years. So he has three years left to work. That's if you hold that it works, that you could do half. 50 is not the whole amount. So the whole amount would be 100. He doesn't have the whole amount. He only has 50. So let's say it works. So he knocked off three years. Tomorrow you go and you say, wait a minute, how much is he worth? Oh, the price went up. He's worth 200. But he only has three years left on his, on his amount. So he gives him 100 and he's out of there. So he gained. I know you're asking, you're asking, but we said you can't do that, right? We'll, we'll discuss it. But if you say it doesn't work, then he has to pay the entire 200. 50 he paid yesterday, plus 150 today. Great. Ask the Gemara of Amr's and Srava Kazmi and Kazmi 
But wait a minute, you said that if he became more valuable, he never pays the 200. He only pays the purchase price. Because of the only the 100. Says the Gemara, we have a chart for that. That's also today, minutes before. It goes like this. The purchase price was 200 on the right. Today is 200. Nothing changed in the purchase price. But when the price dipped, let's say on day one, the price dipped 100. And he went and he paid 50. Yeah? So at that point, he bought three of his ears. And he's only chayev to work another three years. You see on the top? He bought, with, with $50, he bought three of his years when the price dipped. So what are you asking me? Oh, you should go by the purchase price? But the purchase price was 200 That's what the Gemara is saying. <coughs> you go by the purchase price. Today, the price is 200 Yes, the price was 200 In the middle somewhere, it was 100 and that's when he made this deal, that he paid 50 <coughs> and where's the Chumra? If he paid 200. And he paid 100 for three years, that's half. And then he went down in value. He's only worth 100 now. If you say that it worked, the money that he gave stays and it's the master's money. Then he loses. Why? Today he's worth 100. So he gives 50. So how much money did he give him total? 150. So Imamish lost that. Why? Because when he bought him. No. It was 200. If you say it doesn't work, then the hundred becomes, the, the, it, wasn't, it was never the master's money to keep. He, he was, it was in his pocket. That's all he has to give him. And he goes out. Oh. So let's see. First of all, here's the Chumrah chart. Uh, okay. Okay, Givaldi. I don't want to confuse anybody, but here are the, the rules. If a person, what did he do? He changed it on me. Oh, yeah, no, no, he didn't. Okay, good. Again, is a field that you got ancestral, what is it called? What? What are you laughing? Oh no, that's don't you just noticed it now? <laughs> okay, you count that as a tickle off, he's saying. Fine. Zdechuz is a field that was given to you, Birusha, from your father, father's father. Now what happens if he sells it? What happens when you sell it, it comes back in Yoival? But as we're gonna see in the Gemara, there's a cool alachas here. You could redeem it, but only after two years. And Okay, if he didn't redeem it, it comes back in Yoival. Great. Magdish De'achuza. If you take this De'achuza, you don't sell it. You give it to Beis Amigdash. So you have all the way until Yoival to redeem it. But what if he didn't redeem it? It goes to the Kayanim. So again, if you sell it, you sell this De'achuza, it goes back to you. But if you give it to Hegdish and you don't redeem it, it goes to the Kayanim. Now, a bayis a batiyar means if you have a house from the time of Yeshua and you live in a, the walled city, in a walled city, so you could only redeem it the first year. If you don't redeem it, what happens? It goes, it leaves you, it goes to the buyer. Okay, these are the things. So, you sell your house and you want to redeem it. You want to redeem it. Could you, you don't have the money. You don't have the money. So what do you do? I want to redeem the living room without the dining room. Could I do that? Nigal Do I learn 
from his de'achuzo that we just said, just like a field you can, so too a butter chayma you can. Again, we have butter chayma to a house in a water. We have a, a field that you sell and a field that you're magdish. Three things. You had a question. If I have a house, can I redeem half of it or not? Yes, you could. So the Gemara is going to say at the end, we have a machalikis here, Reb Shimon According to Reb Shimon, you could. According to Rabbanon, not. Now, what's very interesting is, Reb Shimon is Doirish time of the crow. Yeah? We had a few times in Shas. Reb Shimon, what does that mean is Doirish time of the crow? That he, he explains to you the reason behind what the Torah meant, and therefore, he comes up with Chidushim. He takes these ideas and says, okay, since the Torah said this over here, we had it recently with um, yeah, like uh, if you borrow money and the guy gives you collateral, you should give it back to him at night. And he says, but if the person has a lot of money, you could, you can't, the whole thing. It's Almana, not Almana, it's because you, we shouldn't be choshed, so he made a halach out of it. Over here also. Now what? Says Rabbi Shimon, Nishma from, from Shimon, Uh, if a person is magdish his field, his deachuza, magdish his deachuza, gives it to the base of English. Okay, that's if he's magdish, but not if he sells it, because if he sells it, the Allah is. Look at this, visigo yodai. You have to be able to afford the whole thing. So says Reb Shimon like this. I'll tell you pshat. Is there anything left? No. He says, because by when you sell, the Torah made him strong. Right? If you don't redeem it, what happens to it? It goes back to the original owner, that's very, very strong for the seller. But it's terrible for him. You hear this chiddush? You cannot borrow money. Magdish, you can't borrow money to redeem it. Magdish, but somebody who gives the field, doesn't sell the field, gives the field to the base of Migdosh, where he starts off bad. When he sells his field, he has a lot of koyach. What's his koyach? He gets it back in Yoyvel. Magdish, it goes out to the koyachanim. Yes, we said before. What happens by, by Yoival? It goes to the Kayanim. He loses. So he's in a terrible position. Nevertheless, he has the power that he's able to borrow money and redeem it halfway. And therefore, says Rib Shimon, now we're going to go. We're show, we, we, he showed us two types of fields one that he sold and one that he gave to Bezim English. So too, the guy that sells his house, since he's in a bad position, if a whole year goes by and he didn't redeem it, it leaves him completely. Therefore, he should be able to borrow money and redeem it halfway. So I ask you a question. If you have a could you redeem half of it? What's the answer? Look at these last words. Says yes, you could redeem a bais half. Yeah. When? If he waits fifty years, he wants it today. Yeah, but it, he has to pay back. It makes a deal. Now the Gemara is just going to ask a question. We see something the opposite that he cannot be goyel chatzayin. The same pasuk that if a person is magdish, the achuz malam shelo be goyev goyel chatzayin sheyachol. The Gemara over here says the opposite svara. Sheyachol I didn't know. This is a kavachaymer. Umam marichas the achuz is That's how a kavachaymer works. Even though he's very powerful, even though it comes back to him, nevertheless, we're koyich shein lo be goyev chatzayin. He cannot borrow and he cannot redeem half. Magdish, if he takes the same field, instead of selling it, he gives it to the base. He's in terrible position. It goes to the Kehanim, and it certainly shouldn't be able to redeem it halfway. 
When a person sells his field, we said in the beginning, he cannot redeem it for how long? Anybody remember? Two years. Here's in this chart. He can't be top thing in the center. But uh, somebody that's Magdash's field, he could be, redeem it right away. And then the Gemara says, here's the, here's the line. But a house will prove to you that what? He could redeem it right away. And this is the kicker. And you cannot redeem him halfway. You brought me a right from Shimon that says before you could redeem him halfway. And over here says you can't. Rabbi Shimon is the one that's Doyosh time of the Quran. He explains to you, he, he proves the, the svar of the Torah, and therefore he says you could redeem halfway. And Rabbanon don't hold the time of the Quran, so they hold, you can't, they have a Kavachon. Anyway, one more line. We have a, this contradiction that we just said. In order to answer the Kasha, uh, this one is Rabbanon, this is Rabbi Shimon. Rabbi Shimon, have a wonderful day. Sorry for the inconvenience. Hopefully we can edit it somehow.